Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. <laughs> Hi there! Hey! <laughs> Hello! Uh, Hi! I was just waiting to see who would say it first. Uh, we're here in episode two of season three. Convictions. Convictions. Okay, I completely forgot to check what the name of it was. Um, our Mad Bomber episode, due for one of these eventually, I guess. <laughs> um, what did you think, Brianna? Uh, it's been a while since we've had like a, a problem of the week type <laughs> episode because it's all big picture stuff. I love everything about trapped in the elevator. <laughs> everything about that. Like we could have had a whole episode just about that. It would have been amazing. I know. I know. I I'd forgotten that was. I I thought the whole thing with Londo and Lanier was going to be the big Londo thing. I forgot that that whole plot line was in this episode too. Uh, and Jakar does such does such a great job of just like <laughs> help. We're here. <laughs> From what I, I think the original version of the scene was supposed to be much more straight, serious sort of thing, and I think the actors had the idea to go to off, script go off and... improv, and and Jay Michael Straczynski usually didn't let it allow any sort of improv because you know his his, his writing his yeah. writing's very tightly done, and you know you don't want to say something that's going to contradict something later on, but he let them go at it because. At this point, you you gotta trust these guys, and that was it was great. Yes, it was it was a great scene. I hate my life. <laughs> I do too. Shut up. <laughs> when the rescuers open up the door, he's like, "No!" <laughs> and then Lando's the one laughing. Like, I'm really going sh- to live. <laughs> he really shouldn't laugh because it's a big, you know. But it's just hilarious the way they play it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect to laugh this much in a bomber episode. <laughs> they did a really great job. I, the um, the bigger budgets and sets and production value, everything really yeah. worked to their strengths you in this particular one. It felt a lot bigger. I mean, we'd had other like station wide scares like this, not a bomb exactly, but various things. But this one, it just it all felt bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a lot more special effects, just like the explosions, and you got members of the the SWAT team or whatever floating around the fusion reactor. Mm-hmm. The bomb squad. The bomb squad, yep. Yeah. And some interesting camera work, especially that's with Londo stuff. That's what I thought. Some interesting camera angles, trying new things. Mm-hmm. And not only did we get the Jakar Londo stuff, but the, the Lanier Londo stuff was great, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, him just sitting there like... It's, <laughs> I mean, it's always... Like, both scenes are funny, but simultaneously underneath this is... Sad. This, the sad Londo. Yeah. Again. Or sad Jakar. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting comparison. It, it, actually, and it's nice to have that that scene with Londo and Lanier before you go to Jakar and Lanier. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would probably just be the whole time. Yeah, Jakar is right. Screw this guy. But yeah. but the scene with Londo helps kind of reestablish his humanity despite himself. He still has this very certain sense of honor about. <laughs> like, no one's ever saved my life before. <laughs> yeah. And I do wonder what was his errand that he needed to go on when he was. He had to leave Lanier. Mm, probably some ambassadorial thing would yeah. be my guess, but yeah, probably. I will say, and I don't know. I'll touch on the weakest thing I thought of this episode. I don't know if you guys agree. I was actually a little disappointed when we got to the Mad Bomber guy, and it was just a disgruntled worker sort yeah. of thing. I mean, he did a good job with being crazy. That I don't fault the they, actor they didn't at all. Build it up. I was, yeah. I was like, that's it. That's all. He did all this, and he's just some guy that's just mad. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just the sort of thing because we've seen this sort of story in other series before yeah. that I, yeah. I half expected something bigger. See, you know what I was wondering? I just don't know. You know, he was 
the humans create fear, and it's like a big deal. And now that's like post nine eleven. That's like normal. Yeah, you know, terrorism and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and but this was way before that. Yeah, and you know, I wonder if this was a more unique spin on things then. I mean, now it's almost old hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds sad. Yeah, you know, but. It, well, it, it, well, not just in real life, but like in other, we've seen lots of TV episodes. Yeah, like because this. everyone that's that's well, in the like, zeitgeist of. Has this guy been to Babylon Five? All this crazy, horrible stuff happens all the time. <laughs> like fear's not a new thing. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But I did think it was interesting when everyone's trying to figure out. They're all afraid of walking out their door, and then like Jakar's playing Zentar and and Londo's <laughs> playing. I'm like, just like Facebook after any disaster right now, mm-hmm. you know, like. They did this. No, they did this. And and um, Sharon's like, it's a little early to be pointing fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, how the world, the world works. Mm-hmm. It did cross my mind. And I guess one of my theories earlier on in the episode, I was wondering if it was... I, I thought maybe Earth Force might be involved somehow. Mm. Because if you're talking about spreading fear, they just talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. Kind of, you yeah. know, kind of using fear as a uh, tool to kind of solidify their position and i guess the i guess the probably in in context of the season or where we are in this in the story just things are just chaotic everywhere i think just to embody how that affects some of these individual people Mm. it's nothing personal it's just the times Mm -hmm. and it's an interesting contradict uh comparison you have that guy and then you have basically all these monks running around yeah. Wanting to do, like, study religion. I mean, very timey, not timey. Yeah, we but. never went back to that. I mean, they, they helped find the guy back. Did they establish their... I, th- I think I think Brother Theo shows up again. Okay. I, I remember him. Do you? Again, I think. Yeah, I think he shows up in, like, maybe in Gethsemane. The past Did the their Gethsemane coming episode. have anything to do with Kasha's appearance? My guess is that that's probably what inspired... Well, I think they've been playing it for a while, probably. But it certainly probably helps, because... There's an influx of missionaries, apparently, anyway. Yeah. Like the Drazi. The, they get to great. touch the, the plants. I don't want to and... share my blessings. <laughs> touch that plant. Just goes to show Drazi or Drazi, whether, <laughs> whether they're the warrior types or the religious types. The so, makeup work uh, on them is fantastic. It is. Yeah. I'm purple. Actually, that, year, that was only a year thing, right? The whole purple-blue thing? Last year? It was last season? I mean, but it only lasts a whole year, a drowsy year, right? Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't fighting on Battle Five anyways because they were all following Ivanova or whatever. (laughs) Right? Yeah, but yes, that should be over. (laughs) I don't think we'll need a spoiler corner for this episode. It really was kind of a standalone. But again, interesting to see a standalone done with this kind of production scale. I, Mm -hmm. I think, and and like most of these episodes, now that Jim Michael's writing everything, even though it's you know it's a standalone, you still move a lot of the you know. You got this entire Narn thing still bubbling and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of pulls on themes. Um, you know, you're pulling all the repercussions of Kosh showing up. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, you know, it fits with um, Bound 5's view of religion about the whole, like, there's a single god behind all these different races and everything. So the monks make sense in that, in, mm-hmm. inside the Bound 5 universe. Which is interesting because, I mean, if, given our world as it actually is, if we were to find other aliens, that actually would be something similar I would want to ask. Yeah, yeah, Like, how, how has God actually, you know, as, like, you, true. you could read it as kind of a God is all sorts of things, or you could read it as, like, no, if if there actually are aliens, and, you know, we believe in, yeah. in God. So and you believe I would, there's one God, then... I would, would, ha- think- I would have to believe that, that God would want to appear to other 
creatures somehow. That's true. That's yeah. That's very true. So it, I mean, it makes really good sense in context. Yeah. Yeah, and I do think they show up at least once more. All right. All right. Well, that's our episode. Did you, do we forget anything, Brianna? I don't think so. We need more uh, light bulb jokes for all the aliens. <laughs> you had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> How many Vorlons does it take to screw in a light bulb? Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening to uh, the Weekly Hijack. We'll have more Babylon 5 for you next week. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Lord willing. Until then, this is Tim. Nick. And Brianna. Have a great time. Have a great night. (laughs) (laughs) Mazel tov!